The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. We recommend that you keep your luggage and your bag. Do not leave your luggage and parcels unattended, as they may be removed in accordance with TSA regulations. Are you really going to wear that shirt the entire flight? What's wrong with the American flag and Jerry Garcia? If you don't love Jerry, then you're just not an American. I know, but we're about to go through security. Look, it's my right as an American to dress the way I want to and stand up for my right to express myself. These TSA people are highly trained professionals trying to do their best to root out terrorists and keep us all safe and secure. If they single me out, it'll be an honor, and I'll proudly submit to a pat-down because I'm an American. And look, maybe they'll want an autograph. Because you're Infernal Bill? Right. Monin says we're getting huge now. Weird thing, though, is that he keeps moving our recording times around without telling me. It's so odd. Here we go. Go ahead and remove the belts and anything out of your pockets. You're going to step over to this lady right there. Boarding pass. I've got mine. Please step forward. Miss Miller, Miller. Okay, we're clear. Thank you. Just move along. Stop distracting me. Anything in your pockets, stop. Paper, everything else come out. Paper needs to come out, otherwise I'll you down. Boarding pass. I've got mine. Jerry Garson. Sir? We're going to have to ask you to step to the side here for a security check. Gladly, officer. I'd be happy to see... Right over here, sir. In this glass booth? That's right. Now we've got a couple of choices here, Hotshot. You can choose to either go through this highly intensive x-ray machine, where we'll submit you to massive amounts of radiation and post pictures of your junk on the internet, or we can give you a simple pat-down. Well, I, uh... I guess the pat-down. Excellent. Okay. I'm going to need you to raise your arms to the side while I pat down your chest. Hey, I don't think I've got C4 in my nipples. Just need to be thorough, sir. Okay, now. That's good. All right. Now I'm going to pat down your legs and thighs. Okay, but... Hey! That's more like squeezing than patting. Sir... I'm going to need you to settle down here while I do my job. Okay, now. Now I need to check your waist and upper thighs. Please remove your shirt and bend over. Wait a minute. Wait, what? My shirt? Why do we need to... Sir, do you want to put the lives of every American on that jet in jeopardy? You need to set an example to your lovely wife over there and all those freedom-loving Americans in line. Are you a patriot or not? I, I am. Oh... Uh, uh, all right. <sighs> oh, yeah. I can tell you work out. You must do that Suzanne Summers thing, because you got buns up. That's it. I, I'm a, this is ridiculous. We have a code red here. Husband resisting groping. Alert, alert. Next, please. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. From...
From the great state of Michigan in the American Midwest, it's time for good beer, great friends, and pure 100% fun. This is Tavern Cast. Welcome back to the bar. Grab a beer, pull up a seat. This is Tavern Cast. I'm Bryce. I'm Eric. I'm Mike. I'm Bill. And I'm Nicole. Hey, we got a special somebody here today. Who is this we've got with us here in the Los Angeles studios of Tavern Cast? Nicole. Wow. Do, do <laughs> Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> I think I recognize Welcome you from to the somewhere. Show. Have you ever been on the show before? I never have. Wait a minute. No, no, that's not true. <laughs> I think. I specifically remember ordering drinks. Weren't you oh, serving? Oh, you know, I used to be a bar waitress. Oh, I thought you looked familiar. Dude, is this the girl you picked up from the bar? I think it may be. I think I invited her Ooh. over to come and sit down with us this time yeah, rather than serving right. us drinks. I thought drink. you guys were a bunch of nerds, and here I am. Wow. Blend right in. <laughs> Thank you. We always thought she hated you because, you know, you were a cocky SOB at that bar. Well, that's true. What did you think about that when I was being all like... You know, see, now that you're on the inside of the show, I mean, you can let your guard down, you can tell us, what did you really think when I was sort of harassing you? I thought you were harassing just you. like any other SOB that I <laughs> waited on in a bar. <laughs> Do you, right, you know, so you know what's going to happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. People are literally going to believe that you were the waitress at some <laughs> fictional bar that we've never <laughs> <laughs> Make up a name for the bar. Oh, oh we did. It was fine. the Contiki Lounge. The Conti- oh, yeah, we oh, said so in the beginning. The <laughs> The greasy yeah. clam. The greasy clam? Where's your mind, dude? How about the chewy clam? Yeah. Oh, wow, I don't know about that I'm one. I'm sure either. that's any better. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Shanene. Way to go. Shanene? Yeah. Um, so why don't you be on the show? Call the TC hotline. In the U.S., you can reach us at 734-418-7077. Uh, internationally, you can also catch us on Skype using the username TavernCast. And you can always send us an MP3 file at light speed through the interwebs at taverncast at taverncast.com. You do it. And he forgot the main rule. He forgot the only the only one rule. If you send it or say it, we'll play it on the show. (laughs) So we have a super special drink this time, and let's get right into it. What are we drinking? <laughs> what the hell are we drinking? Well, we have wine on the show. Yes, I just say, lame. This is never in the history of the show. We well, have wine, and here we have it. Sweet. Last week we went for the Brambois. We just. Hey, everybody! Hey, everybody! 
magnet airplane. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> what a, what a clash of civilizations. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a departure from the normal, and I don't think this will become normal. But this was kind of a um, I don't remember how we decided. To what do this, are we drinking? It's it's Wine. it's a manish shake. Man, man shake. shake. That sounds so sick and wrong. Man it, shake. It, it does. Man shake. Not a man shake. Man shake. Cold man shake. What is a man shake? Spell so, it out. In college, we had this. We, I lived with some uh, a Jewish girl, and she left man laying around. And one day we were. What is man shevitz? Man is a fortified uh, red wine. It's very sweet. It's a Jewish. Staple for various holidays. She left it laying around, and we got desperate one day for something to drink, and so we were like, "Hmm, this isn't so bad." And then she left it laying around. <laughs> right, <laughs> and you got so one. desperate, you dipped into that. <laughs> we were out of everything, and so alcohol, I mean, she left it laying around. <laughs> but Actually, what flavor did you get? We got. I have a bottle of of Mogan David Concord Grape. Ah, oh, well, we've got flavor. the blackberry. Oh, I almost Ooh, got Blackberry, nice. but I didn't. The beautiful thing about this is we tried it. It was good. And uh, then somebody had the great idea. I think it was me to dump it <laughs> onto ice cream. Ah. And we did that, and it was really good. That's kind of what we we're going to drink today. All right, let's hook it up. How do we do it? Sounds yeah, delicious. how do we do this? Do well, we go, Martha Stewart. All right, I have a blender here. I don't know if you guys have oh a blender. What could go wrong? We I have got a, a blender in the studio. All right. So, a mana float. A mana float. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's already dipped into the mana shevitz. <laughs> <laughs> Hours ago, baby. Bryce, you yeah. did you did yes, clean the clean. blender, right? Clean. <laughs> All right, this doesn't have, like, leftover... Uh, Whatever you German blended food. last yeah. time. That, that is the blender of the German <laughs> German food experiment. Okay, how much Manischewitz do we pour into this? I think it's to taste largely. So I would start with maybe hey, half a glass. Don't with... leapfrog the recipe, Bill. What is huh? this? Oh, don't sorry. you watch the Food Network shows? You no. don't just leapfrog recipes? Oh, L- look at him. He's cheating. cheating. Stop cheating, Bill. Nicole doesn't like it when you cheat. <laughs> Yeah, make sure to securely fasten your blender. Stick your fingers in the blender. Okay, ready? Yeah. Pulse it, pulse it. Wow. Smell that machine oil. Wow, that does smell like an old blender. It is an old blender. It's from my grandpa. So the recipe is pour some wine in something with some ice cream until you just peel it. Mix it in a really old mixer. It smells like it oil. It sounds like there's a spoon in there. Are you, like, starting to get... The, I mean, are you, like, you know, is it, like, what, is it like a lawnmower type, we're, we're you know, blender? You're, like, trying to start it? Gas we're wow. getting a little smell high that. off of the uh, the blender oil <laughs> smell. What's the smoke? Is the smoke part of the recipe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we blended it up. You know what we have to do? No cheers this time. I think it's got to be Lakhayam. Lakhayam! It's good. It's just like a wow. shake. Isn't it's it good? It's a shake. It's a shake. It's a shake. I need more Manischewitz in mind. It's, it's kind a of shake with out. a slightly Jeez, alcoholic Jeez, pour the whole bottle, will you? Sure. But you could, you could drink a lot of oh, it. Oh, yeah, you could drink a lot of it. How, <laughs> how much alcohol is in uh, the 11%. So if you if you drank a couple of these you could shakes, drink a lot. you could get a little tipsy, maybe. Yeah. maybe. A little? So that's about a cup. You think it's about a cup of wine? Yeah, the ice cream helps it go down easier, but it's, you know, double the proof of a beer. You could get lit. Eat, oh, it, that, and as I recall from from my college days, that was maybe you know the point. <laughs> <laughs>
We like to drink, 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 drink. Okay, so when are we going to hit the record button? To our prosperity, to good health and happiness, and most important, to life, to life, lechayim, 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 to life. Is to the father of try to be. Is to my bride to be. Bring the chaim to life, to life. The chaim, the chaim, the chaim to life. Life has a way of confusing us, blessing and bruising us. Bring the chaim to life. I don't fucking fat. You don't need to tell me I'm fat. Why the fuck do you have to keep telling me I'm fat? Stupid all day, stupid all night Always works up such an appetite Till my wits equal to my heart Oh, I'm back to know such a beautiful sight Oh, God, I'm just so hungry, I've got to eat it all I need to eat it, yeah, I know I've got some gall But you can't fit through the door when I'm standing in the hall Come on, baby, I'll suck you dry, can't the world But I gotta try and bang what's wrong with that? I got a big fat head and an ugly hat I'm huge, I'm a blob, I'm a big smelly blob And so I'm a slob My goodness, all this ice cream is going to make me fat. I think I need to diet. Gee, diet, you say? Diet, I say. And have you ever heard of any good diets? Oh, not there like are we can many hear anything you're good saying. diets. All we hear is They're just Mike not fun diets. How about... Maybe somebody could tell us about a diet they've they've recently started on and how it's amusing. I amus- need that help because once the kids go back to school, I need to start on a new diet. I wish someone could tell us about a diet in a humorous and amusing fashion. I think so. <laughs> okay. I've been 10 pounds this summer. I need a diet now. Help me out, Mike. help us. Wow. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, so. this drink, while it's excellent, is... um. Obviously, a little fattening. And funny as that is... What are you, what are you trying to say? I'm, I'm really? saying the ice cream is... You know, ice cream? What do you mean by that? It'll make your thighs look like cottage cheese. What are you trying to say, Mike? <laughs> yeah. I like cottage cheese. Is that cheese. bad? <laughs> um, is it so, ironic you need to eat cottage cheese so your legs don't look like cottage cheese? I've never thought of that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's pretty Welcome cool. to Tara. But if you eat too much cottage cheese, then you will look like cottage cheese. Interesting. Interesting. That is... Yeah. It's like Over the mega universe. It's like the why, mega universe. Why do your legs end up having cottage cheese in them? It uh, happens with something with the ligaments and the tendons, and I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's too mm-hmm. confusing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they could do a reverse liposuction where they take cottage cheese and just put it right under your skin, and then it would actually be cottage cheese. Under yeah, they your could skin. firm up, basically firm up your your thighs with it. Can with, they put some peaches with and real cottage in mine? <laughs> with real cottage cheese, yeah, yeah, <laughs> peaches <laughs> and cinnamon. <laughs> I drink too much of this, apparently, because my girlfriend is like, look, we need to go on a diet. I am 34, (laughs) and I have never, ever, ever gone on any diet. I love to eat. I love to drink. I'm not ginormous. I'm a, as Bill would attest to, I'm a large man, but 
Not so you're not obese. He's svelte. Big and tall. I would not. I would not classify myself as big and tall. I'm not husky. She wants us to go on this diet. So I'm like, all right, I'm I'm a good boyfriend, so I'll play along. Why not? I've never done it. How hard can it be? I'll, I could lose five, ten pounds. Why not? Let's do it. This is the hardest thing I think I've ever done. I'm terrible <laughs> at it. You got to track all your food, everything you eat, all the calories. Who does this? Is it Jenny Craig? Is it uh, Weight Watchers? It's, it's well, it's not really all that uh, structured. I don't think. I think it's more <laughs> just like track what you eat, do exercise. We're in this program called what is it? Fit Burn or Burn Fit? It's a site called Fat Ass Burn. <laughs> fat ass burn. <laughs> burn that fat. It's called. Uh, let's say, Bill. Let's go over a quick, a quick Fat Ass commercial. <laughs> I wish I had some more energy. I'm so fat. Do you feel fat and wish you had more energy? Yes, well, so, I do. So do millions of other Americans. You're not alone. With these few quick pills and some daily calorie counting, you can be one of the proud members on the Fat Ass Diet. I weighed 892 pounds before trying Fat Ass. And now I only weigh 786 pounds. That's right. With results like that, they speak for themselves. Listen to other testimonies. They had to take me out of my house with a forklift. Now with fat ass, I can simply roll out the front door. That's right. You two can have amazing results like Mike Monin. Just listen to what Eric Watson had to say. That That's right. Diet? For only 12 easy payments of $99.99.99, you two can get on the fat ass, lose it all diet now. Listen to this testimony from Nicole. Oh, I was... I... Oh. That's right. You can feel just like that. Buy fat ass now. Use the MasterCard accepted. Void World Prohibit. Available in Alaska and Hawaii. Some exceptions may apply. May cause death. Diarrhea. High blood pressure. Constipation. Internal bleeding. Brain hemorrhages. Eye bleeding. Nose running. Throat coughing. All of it's y'all. Boost the y'all. Oi, mismo. May cause death. <laughs> so I want to ask the guys here first. How many of you guys have actually done a diet? You mean like a... Program like an actual like, diet program, yeah, or just, just tried to lose weight. No, okay, Atkins. tried to lose weight, and then how did you? I, I'm saving asking Shanene over there. I, I want to hold <laughs> on a second. I don't want to ask Shanene. She's a girl, yet. so she'll know. I, know, I want to. I don't yeah, want to ask Shanene. Shanene will just like take the topic. <laughs> oh, she's like, I, I diet like five times a week. Five, five different diets since I was five. One each day. <laughs> oh my gosh! Let me tell you all about all the diets I did. I was on the Atkins and the Badkins, and then I went on the other one where the guy died. And it was unbelievable. I totally tried to do it myself, and then I took um, tons of calories. I totally cal- cal- calorie right, counted everything. Enough. Anyway, go on. So how many? So okay. So if you looked yourself in the mirror and you said, "I got to lose ten pounds," and so what did you do to do it? How many times have that happened? And how? And what did you do to do it? I mean, did it work? And <clears throat> wait, wait. I have I have to interject here. It's not when you look in the mirror and you say, "Oh, I need to lose weight." You look in the mirror and you see, you think, "Hey, I look okay." It's when you see a picture of yourself. That's the wake up call, and you go, "Yeah." Oh my God, or when your partner says, "Hey, bad. you need to lose ten pounds." <laughs> Yeah. Clothes don't but fit, when you right? look in the mirror, you're like, hey, I look 20. <laughs> I look 20. I look yeah. Great. But then it's the pictures of other uh, that other people take. And then it's it. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got like five chins. So you're like, I, I oh, I thought I looked 20. What happened? I literally have a picture of myself from the Keys from about Key West, uh, Keys, the Keys of Florida, from maybe 
I don't know, 10 years or so ago, and I was on some trip down there, and we had an underwater camera. And it was about the time <laughs> I was about the biggest I had been. I was probably 250 <laughs> odd Fat pounds. is like way over here. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. How heavy were you? I was about 250. 250? Yeah. I was, wow. Was, no, so there's this picture of me taken underwater, and it's like, I, I, I have that picture, and every once in a while, when I get too close to that picture, that <laughs> yeah. particular, I mean, that is the Star Trek Four picture. I am indistinguishable from one of those whales. Pretty much, I thought it was like from the set of Star Trek Four. It's like, <laughs> oh look, it's Bryce. What the hell, Captain? Yeah, That'd be whales here. I've been one of those guys that's like up and down and up and down all his life. You've right? So I was, I've, I've been a real fat kid and a skinny kid and a fat kid again and a skinny kid, and it just goes back and forth. Uh, yeah, I've wrestled with it a lot. Like, I mean, I've, I've done when I was a kid. My mom did Weight Watchers, so I did Weight Watchers, and that worked. And then, you know, well, you I, dieted I went, with your mom. Mm-hmm. Really? My mom's fought the same thing all her life too. She was huge when I was a kid, and now she's you know she's now she's your you know, mom. Your mom was huge when you were a kid. Really big, yeah. yeah. Wow, because I met your mom, and your mom's thin. I mean, she looks you know very normal size. Yeah, yeah, but she you know she's lost a lot of weight and then figured out a way to keep it off, right? So I mean, so you know, and sometimes I've actually dieted, and then recently, like the past I don't know fifteen years or so, I think I've got it down to the point where. As long as I just have self-control, I don't need to diet. I just need to, like, get my ass outside and take a walk and not eat all the french fries on the plate kind of thing. And I don't, I don't really believe in dieting from the standpoint of, like, counting calories. I just I can't live that way, but, you know. I've always been able to, to fight it off with uh, a lot of exercise. I've always done lots of sports, lots of – so I love to eat. And I'll just, I eat whatever I want, but I do, you know, crazy amounts of exercise, soccer and basketball and everything else all the time. And now I'm slowing down. All of a sudden, now it's all like, yeah. It's all the yeah. Blue. yeah, but how, how old are you? Yeah, I'm 37. Well, I you mean, you're 34 early. I know. Guys, I did. What, what 37. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's I, how I'm long the show's been on. I'm aging. Yeah. The show's doing really well. <laughs> what, what do they usually say, guys, for um, what, when you start like holding on to that weight a lot harder? It's like past 30 or something like that. It's got to be, yeah, right around yeah. there. So you start to your metabolism starts to slow down, and the problem is if you do exactly what Mike said, because I mean. As young guys, we normally eat a lot. Like in college, you know, you can polish off a whole freaking pizza by yourself. It's not and even just the food, it's the drinking. And you drink a lot. And, and the colas are mm-hmm. about 130, 140 calories just a pop. But normally you go to like with your buddies or something, you go to one of these all-you-can-eat places mm-hmm. and you just, or you're like animals. You hey, that's eat. how I feel when I went to John's Incredible Pizza. It was yeah. like a buffet. It was like, I emailed you and I said, oh my gosh, it's like a... Fat buffet here. I mean, I was having a, I was having the time of my life. I couldn't stop eating because it was it was all there. Right. Yeah. So, but and so you got to be careful because if you continue to eat like that, I mean, you eat like that, and you think you're indestructible because right. your metabolism is so high and you're doing everything. But then all of a sudden, you get like an office job or your metabolism slows you down, sit on your rear all day. or you sit on your rear all day, or, or whatever, and it's gonna bite you. It's gonna it's gonna creep up on you. But yeah, I, joke, I, I joke all the time about like after after starting in office jobs, like after. college, college actually five or six years post-college when I was sitting for the vast majority of my day in front of a monitor and that's been like that for you know a decade now so you develop like the ledge gut are you familiar with the ledge gut it's like the crease (laughs) right above your waist that you never had when you were a kid that's like always there even if you're like really thin you got like the ledge thing and you're like god damn it yeah and then all the chicks are like oh god look at that Jacob guy he's so rock hard (laughs) you Jacob He is 18. I mean, so Mike, how has this diet been going for you? (laughs) We've been tracking everything on the uh, the Daily Burn is the name of the site, 
And uh, when I hit this weekend, I basically said, you know what? I'm not tracking my calories on the weekend. That's my rule. I'm not tracking calories on the weekend. I'm not carrying on the weekend. So Monday through Friday, I'm going to track my calories and do what it says as far as target and all that everything based on exercise levels and mm. stuff. And I'm going to see if this thing works. And uh, so weekends is a free for all. <laughs> it's an orgy. The first week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bouncing. We just bounced off a whole carton of ice cream. We did. We just, the three of us just ate a whole carton of ice cream and a bottle of sweetened wine. Yeah, it's still Sunday. (laughs) It probably is worth noting that it's kind of ironic that the dieting discussion on Taverncast is being being sponsored by a giant blender full of ice cream. (laughs) And wine. (laughs) So uh, I think I finished the the week um, down half a pound. Or something, but I haven't hey, checked. Half, have a not pound, checked. Half, half a pound. Half a pound. Yeah, not so good. I'm sort of with you, Mike. What I don't do a lot of the, the steadfast, like um, Atkins or The Zone or Weight Watchers or anything like that. I've never done that. What I pretty much do is I just sort of do what you and Bryce said. You sort of watch what you eat and you try to count your calories and you exercise. Because everybody says, you always go to hear a doctor say, ah, it's all sort of bunk. It's just diet and exercise. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, I exercise like a freaking maniac. I mean, it's like a religion. It's just total discipline, five, six days a week, you know, cardio and strength training and do interval training. And, you know, it's at least one to two hours a day. Yeah, you exercise, uh, ac- exercise more than anyone I know, actually. And I enjoy it. It's, <clears throat> it's pretty, it's cathartic. It gets out, you know, you, you build up a good sweat and you really f- get your body in motion and it feels good. And it's sort of like, it's just a good feeling to exercise. Right, um, that's how I get and, all the alcohol out of my system. It's yeah, that, right. And, and then, and then, Monday morning. Monday I sort morning. of, I sort of watch what I eat. I'm, I'm like you, Mike. I, during the week, I kind of watch what I eat or I watch what I eat pretty well. And then on the weekend, normally that's when I'll have like, you know, a pizza or something like that with the family or we'll go out to eat or something and I won't really watch what I eat. And it's, you know, it's gotten me nothing. Absolutely zero. <laughs> like I haven't really Pretty gotten water. any, I haven't gotten fatter, but I don't exactly have a six pack yet though either. And it's, it can get really frustrating because it's like, I'm co- all week. I'm just constantly you know, on my mind to watch what I eat, and I'm working out like a crazy person, and it's really sort of not moving one way or another, which, it, it's frustrating, but at the other hand, I guess it's a good thing that I'm not getting gigantic yeah, eating, like really huge. yeah, eating what I want on the weekend. You should do this Daily Burn thing, this DailyBurn.com yeah. thing. Okay. If you got an wow. iPhone, they even got a little free app for it that you can just punch your stuff in as you're, as you're eating. <laughs> it's fascinating to see what you actually eat. Like, I didn't... I was like, oh, I only had like a meal and a half today, and then when I'm punching all this stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's not good. So yeah. Oh, yeah. it's there actually kind of cool, but this, there's lots of sites like that out there. But it's it's once you see it in front of you, it's it it actually makes it that much harder to uh, to be in denial about it. I think what makes it hard to to deny it at all is when you do these things where you sign your friends up for it. So like Mike, <laughs> Mike, sent, Mike sent me the email with the daily burn. It's kind of like, <laughs> let's just put it like this. So I moved back from California, put on at least 20 pounds since I've been here. And then I get this email from Mike. Hey, would you like to do this diet program with me? Let me, tra- let me translate. In, in Michigan guy language, that's like, hey, fat ass. <laughs> Hey, why don't Gordo. you put down? Why don't you put down the beer and the burrito <laughs> the and come lose there, some weight Biggie. with me? <laughs> put on the spoon. <laughs> and in the meantime, he puts me on like a test where he says, 
You know, you should lose some weight. But here, have some more Manischewitz and ice cream. <laughs> well, research shows that if you do write down everything you eat, that you will have a better chance of losing weight. Because you'll see that little, you know, those 30 Hershey Kisses add up. You know, that you <laughs> 30 sneak in. an hour. 30. <laughs> I, I like one or two. Three. Well, you forget you had it. You forget you had them in the morning, and you Nicole, or, no, or like me, I eat what? Oh, oh, the kids. You know, Hershey's Kisses. I would get exhausted opening thirty Hershey's Kisses. There's those calories right there. I, yeah. There's yeah, but you're not paying attention. I'd break out a sweat like opening no, like sixteen. Not, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I'd be like Mel Gibson. Like, <laughs> These fucking Hershey Kisses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, those you're sitting there, you're watching Whale Wars, just one thing after another happens, and then the next thing you know, you've eaten 50. Were we just talking about diet, and you said Whale Wars? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, the whales! They gotta put more of that cat. Oh, those goddamn Japanese! <laughs> Delicious, but oh! <laughs> yeah, in the meantime, the Japanese are sitting over there going, Ha ha, funny American, I eat more sushi. You get fat. We kill whales killed, and make you fat. I, I kill I, a whale and I'll live you by a hundred years. <laughs> I'd be some seaweed. I tried the sushi diet, you know, after I had about 18 rolls one night. It, I didn't lose any weight. It was crazy. <laughs> it's the expensive diet, is what it is. So, wait, so Nicole, yeah. have you done any diets that have worked? Like, have you. No, the only, no. no, the only thing that works is just, uh, you know, not shoving cookies into my mouth and maybe working out a little bit. Oh, come on. You always tell me, when I was 16 or 18, I was in the best shape of my life and well, I yeah. ate Snickers bars I did all because the time. that's all I'd eat. I, w I was working at Buffum's when Buffum's was around. And instead of a dinner for my break, I'd have a, I'd have a Snickers bar. And that was it. That's all I'd eat. So, what, yeah. What exactly Buffums? is Buffum's? Buffum's? Is that is that a is that is that <laughs> a, it was a department store in the uh, mid eighties. Hi, would you like to try this fr buff new fragrance? Buffums. This is a, this is a, like buff let's buff them type of thing. <laughs> like, like Hooters. Well, we'll buff like, that out. Buffums. Yeah, our, we were kind of like the, the mind was going wild over here. We're all when looking I was at each at, other. When going, I was working at Doctor J's on the pole, <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> Buff them. <Buff> <laughs> uh, is there a shortcut, like a pill, like any kind of, like, no. what, there's been all no. these, like, no. like no. what, fa no. Fahrenheitramide no. or whatever? Amphetamine. Yeah, they they cause death. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They cause death. death. Yeah. You, did ben you ben. see Family Ties, that episode where Michael J. Fox was taking speed, you know, to, like, diet <laughs> pill? You took uh, Meredith, uh, Meredith's uh, speed pill? It doesn't work, man. Just say no. Just really? say no. Just stop feeding the pie hole. Yeah. That's the only solution. Yeah, but I think I think I everybody else needs to understand to a certain extent we're all over thirty. And so, so it's not gonna be Maybe that you easy are. to lose weight anymore. I'm sorry, Nicole is perpetually <laughs> twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> so just get fat and love it. Well no, I wouldn't no. say that, but I you know, like Bill's always on this constant thing to get like the Jacob Twilight abs. And I'm telling you How's that work? Unless you stop yeah, working. I already said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nicole. I just can't do it, okay? Well, You're just gonna have to love me for who I am. That's all it is. You've always wanted me to have Jacob abs, and it's just not gonna happen. I tried day after day after day. 
Well, you hear the howling in Michigan? Why don't you just go to those guys in Michigan sitting in a basement with their awesome abs and Manischewitz and leave me alone in California with that my fat-ass self and no awesome abs? <laughs> I thought you said she was an Edward junkie anyway. Oh, yeah. Edward, you can just go to your Edward! <laughs> month and a half or so the biggest news item regarding the airline industry or taking flights period has been those um, TSA's new in America TSA is a transportation security transportation security administration is the guys that run security for United States airports and it's been so well it's been their um, <laughs> their implementation of new procedures at the airport and new machines for uh, scanning you and running security when you run the airport. And those are called the backscatter x-ray machines or the millimeter wave machines, or as more popularly phrased in the media, the naked body scanner. I was going to say, the see my junk. Yeah, see my <laughs> junk scanner. <laughs> so um, basically what's been going on is that they've, they put these scanners in place. They're, they're kind of like a giant, two giant refrigerators, and you kind of go step between them. And you got to put your arms up in the air, like stick them up. And this machine um, uses x-rays to take a, a picture of you, and it basically removes your clothes. I think everybody's seen these pictures. I, I've seen the pictures, <laughs> but I don't know anywhere that they've actually been installed. They're all over the world. There's thousands of them. You know what? This is garbage, because I remember in Mad Magazine, you could buy, like, goggles from, yeah. you know, and they were, like, 50 cents or whatever, and you could totally see suits people's clothes exactly the same way. This has been around no, for, like, 30 actually, years. I don't know yeah. what's going on. I think it was the last time I flew out to see you. I was, I, I think it was in Detroit. I, it was either in Detroit or when I was flying back. But they, they pulled me out of the line. They said, you know, you've been randomly chosen right. to, uh, you have to either, you have to wait for someone to come over and pat you down, or you can go ahead and do this, go into the machine and do the, the thing right now. They tell, I don't remember exactly what their, wait, their, their wording was. And I was like, well, I don't want to wait. I, I, you know, so they, then they made me wait. Is it in Detroit? Yeah, I think it was Detroit. No, they've got a bunch of them there right now. Yeah. Oh, this would have been yeah, back in like Metro. almost. I a have year it on authority now. that they yeah. have them on at every gate now. <clears throat> so, so then they made me stand, you know, stand sideways, and I, you know, I didn't feel anything or whatever. There was no one really. I mean, there was the person there telling me what to do, but outside that, I didn't see any screens or anything like that. But then it got weird. <laughs> yeah, then it got weird. So then they're like, "All right, now you need to sit here and wait and take off your shoes." Hey, hey Eric, uh, I'm working <laughs> so. to TSA. I'm gonna need you to disrobe. Uh, you like, so, like a handsome, strapping young man. You must work out. You like. Why don't you come on over here and stand between these two refrigerators? And in order to get it to work, I have to wedge my hand between your buttocks. The standard operating procedure. I have a glove that I can put on, but I prefer not to. It gets a little chilly. 
And then if you stand here long enough uh, and you go through a proper scanning procedure, I'll open the refrigerator door here and give you a little imitation crab meat, all right? Here, just to be sure, there's, you're not hiding a, a machete uh, next to your junk. It looks like you got a little bat wings next to your scrotum. <laughs> Machete. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to hang on to your scrotum there and move it with my tongue. <laughs> now, the, now, the, now the, there's, and there's there's a little hole here. I need you to put your your dick in. <laughs> right. well, notice how Mike doesn't even use a voice for that. So now I picture Mike as being the TSA. So there's a little hole here. Oh, there we go. All right, all right. Continue with your story, please. So we can get back on topic. It didn't get that weird. No, so they're like they're like got weird. So, Would you like so a little like, uh, bottle of unibrow while we do this? <laughs> yeah, I hear you like it. Hey, are you Cromley from bottles of this? Are you Cromley from Tavern Guys? <laughs> we don't get a lot of we don't get a lot of celebrities through here. So they're like, please sit here and take off your shoes. Actually, no, the shoes were already. Yeah, off. I was gonna say, and your shoes already, shoes already off. off. So I sit and I wait there for like five minutes. And then this guy comes up with rubber rubber gloves on, Wee. and he rubs his hands over the soles of my feet, and he walks off. He said, "Okay, you can go now." Whoa! I'm like, and he kind of shivers when he that, does it. Little shiver. Oh. That has to be the worst job you can possibly. Or the best, get, depending upon you know. Best, yeah. Odds are, that's the worst. Looking oh. for someone with a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude. All right, so there's been a, there's been a bunch of con- controversy about not not just the naked body scanner. So let, let me let me just explain this for people that may have been like living in a cave somewhere and doesn't understand. I, they work basically. They <laughs> use a, a form of X-ray to take an image of you that basically looks like you without your clothes on, but it's not high resolution. It's like a negative photo. What, By the way, what I find interesting is, and people, people will argue that this is urban legend, but me being a graphic designer, I had to try it out. Totally not urban legend. I've tried it myself. If you take these TSA photos that they posted online, that they look like negatives of people, mm-hmm. and go into Photoshop and use the invert feature, just flips so it, inverts no it, negatives? they look skin tone... Not not like a real picture, but it's pretty damn close. It reverses the shadows in such a way that people actually really do look naked. If that isn't odd enough or people aren't bothered enough by that, people were, were saying, well, we don't want any of these pictures saved. And TSA swore up and down they weren't saving these pictures. Until... Until Homeland Security Napolitano said about two months ago that, oh, you know what? They actually are saving these pictures, and the machines themselves are designed so they can transfer thousands of, of uh, gigabytes of data online wirelessly to some security center somewhere and they can just save all this biometric data and photos of all these people going through these machines so perks there's that perks and of the then, job perks of the job how much does <laughs> it job pay it's training bucks, it's all for but training. it's unlimited <laughs> pornography on a daily basis <laughs> Live. And and all of this, plus the technology itself, uh, even though the government swears up and down it's been tested and it's harmless, numerous scientists from numerous locations are coming out of the woodwork saying it may be safe, but they want to see independent stuff looked at it because the government isn't telling the exact truth about how much you're actually being dosed with radiation. Yeah. They just want an investigation. They, but, but There's the, only the been three cases. Stop doing it. There's only been three cases of people getting inundated with the gamma rays that that thing shoots off, and then them hulking <laughs> out, going, <laughs> <laughs> So you got all that with the naked body scanners. If you were to, say, go through one of these, they, they pull you out randomly, which sounds a lot like Russian roulette. If you're hot, you get pulled out. There's some concern that no, perhaps that's going. <laughs> if you don't want to get pulled out to go through the, the body scanner, 
Now they've enacted this thing that they call the new enhanced pat down procedure. <laughs> so I tried so that out say, Friday night. You, what, Thank yeah, you. What Step you, on that exactly. <laughs> if you if you don't want to do the naked body scanner, you have to go through the enhanced pat down. And the enhanced pat down, I love how they call it enhanced as if it's better. Yeah. It's just more intrusive. Yeah. So it's so better depending on how you define better. The, right. It's the better old pat down procedure was back of the hand. Across your sides, down your legs, up to just above your knee. Oh, I've had that done, too. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like they're, they're searching for weapons and things that might be strapped to your body, but they're not, like, actively, for women, like, grabbing your breasts. They're not, for anybody else, cupping your genitals. That's a Running weak a hand down, down between your legs. I, I did get fired from TSA, I tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> Many people are saying that it is very similar to a grope or some form of sexual assault. Nice. So, uh, you now have a choice now. Your government is giving you a choice. Nice. You can go through the thing that's going to take a picture of your naked body, mm. send it off to the federal government mm. somewhere, and potentially irradiate you with something that's going to give you cancer, or you can choose sexual assault <laughs> by a stranger who works for minimum wage. So I, wait, I wanted to. I wanted, wait, I, wanted I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. No, there's no other option. No, if you, no, wait, no, the, does the enhanced pat down can it be from a member of the opposite sex? Yes. If you choose. No, they, it does. They they are, from your They can own, do either one. Your own gender. Oh, you can you can say I want her to. Except you look you, at you her. You can't. No, you can't. She's bigger than he is. You can't ask for anything. So the news has been breaking for a month and a half all over the place of people shooting videos of their experiences, people coming out and saying what's going on. It's got men and women, strangers, going after kids, women, guys across the board, and people who refuse this. Eric just asked a good a good question. People who refuse both. Are just getting ejected from the airport. They're taking your information. I just watched a video th this afternoon about a guy who left his iPhone on in the carry-on or like the basket that you got to put your shoes and all your stuff in. Yeah. He's got audio of the entire thing, and you know they were just they took all his information. They verified his address at home. Okay, here, here, background here's check, a good one. And then, well, hold on, hold on. And then they escorted him out of the airport and then threatened him with a lawsuit for his actions in the airport. And booted them out. But, so, and they've done this across the board with people going in. I w actually, I want to read something to you before this because I think it's interesting. It's um, I, I found this online. I'm just going to read the whole thing. It's an excerpt from uh, from a news article, and I thought it was interesting to read. What newspaper? Uh, I think this is from the Washington Times. So this is just an excerpt, but check this out. It's very interesting. The Atlantics, I guess that's a newspaper, the Atlantics' Jeffrey Goldberg was told by a TSA agent directly that pat-downs were made increasingly invasive, not for any genuine security reason, but to make the experience so uncomfortable for the traveler that they would prefer to use the body scanner, despite the fact that scientists at Columbia University and the Interagency Committee on Radiation Safety, the University of California, Arizona State University, and other scientific bodies have all warned that the devices increase the risk of developing cancer. So the Atlantic's Jeffrey Goldberg guy is quoted saying, I asked him if he was looking forward to conducting the full-on pat-downs. The TSA guy says, nobody's going to do it, he said once they find out what they're going to do. In other words, people, when faced with a choice, will inevitably choose the dick-measuring device over molestation. That's what we're hoping for. We're hoping to get everyone into the machine. He called over to a colleague, and he said, Tell him what you call the backscatter, he said. The dick-measuring device, I said. That's the truth, the other officer responded. Nice. What, what do you guys think of this? I, listen, here's, I oh, think this awesome. piques the issue a little bit more. Is you know, like if if it were me, I I don't really care. I mean, it doesn't. It's like, how about how about your wife? How, no, no. How about your kids? How about my kids? 
So like now yeah. I take my now I take my little girl. I take an eight year old girl, right? And I don't want her going through the radiation scanner. I mean, you know th- th- that no. And then or I can subject her to to you know, daddy. They were touching me, and I mean th- that's like mentally people get like mentally scarred for that for life. You could have like people that have significant who's... issues because they got touched by TSA security in a pat down where they're grabbing their rear, they're you know grabbing their genitals or God knows what. I can kill that TSA guy. And think about the TSA people. These are not people that are like rocket scientists either. These are sort of like these are not highly paid individuals. These are not people with huge educations. These are not. These are people that like are are essentially high school graduates that are going out and are getting like you know regular sort of jobs these are not like doctors they're not like you know they're not like trained professionals these are just sort of like anybody that can can be a tsa agent and that seriously would piss me off i mean it pisses me off now the fact of the matter is we haven't been attacked since 9-11 so this is you know this is working no, but this is new. <laughs> this is new. We haven't been. Is, no, but this is just the evolution of that, and yeah. thus because of that, this is working. And anybody who claims liberty over security is a communist, and you should <laughs> you should basically kill them okay, we'll or report fondled. report them immediately to the TSA. So I actually, I actually knowing that this is an argument that's this is this is where the other side is coming from. The other side of the argument. Well, first of all, TSA says they're not doing anything wrong. So we'll give props to TSA for saying that they're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> There's some interesting statistics out there that I. I worked up for this. So the probability from dying from radiation from a body scanner is about the same as that of being killed in a terror attack. So it's about 1 in 30 million. (laughs) They're both incredibly unlikely events. These are still a factor of 10 lower than the probability of dying in any one year from being struck by lightning in the United States. That's that's a statistic. That's actually the truth. And and the other thing that I thought was really interesting is the first thing that came to mind was what's Israel doing? Israel, one uh, of those L- dangerous L-L, places man. to fly. Right. I mean, what are they doing? Right. They must have these things. L-L they never must, has a problem. They must with force anything. people to yeah. do this. Okay. Israel's not using them. There's a guy named Ravi Saleh, chief security officer of the Israeli Airport Authority, 30-year veteran in airport security and defense technology for Israel. Quote. I don't know why everybody is running to buy these expensive and useless machines. I can overcome the body scanners with enough explosives to bring down a Boeing 747 and no one would ever see it regardless of the scanners. So I looked up the most secure airport in the world is Israel's Ben Gurion Airport in Tel Aviv. Okay, so they have no intrusive mandatory pat-downs on anyone. No naked body scanners at all. What they rely on is they have a really tight perimeter defense around the airport, multiple points of security coming into the airport, so they try to weed people coming in, and they conduct profiling to single the most single out the most likely suspects. Uh, see, we can't do and that. See, we won't do that no. here in the United States. Yeah, th- we have to randomly pull people like Watson and put them, tell them take their shoes off and have a guy like play footsie with him. But Watson, you know, I mean, we want profile. He does look like the Unabomber. <laughs> and I'm but. sorry, but at the end of the day, profiling doesn't have to mean racial racial profiling. It means profiling of people who look suspicious and fit a certain mold. But it'll and end up Israel, being racial. I was just saying, I think there's arguments against going down that kind of profiling merely because it makes it very easy for them to recruit someone who doesn't look like that and use them. Well, how many? How many? But how many LL planes are brought down by terrorists with bombs? 
How many planes have been brought down by Paris bombs, period? Well, like I said, it was... I can't think of one, 30 million. One, one so. in 2001. I think yeah. Mike brings up a good no, point no that... bombs involved. I think Mike brings so, up a good point that we haven't been attacked. But the, And normally, I'm sort of on that side of the argument. But in this case, I think that you have to look at it in, in terms of, you know, what is the what is the least intrusive amount of security to get uh, uh, intrusion, lack of privacy, uh, re- reduction in liberty. Look at it in terms of liberty versus security. What is the least amount of intrusion you can have on liberty for the most amount of benefit you get out of security? So, for instance, looking at like a, at the extremes, you could just make people get completely naked. If people just walked in and you had to get completely naked and you had to do like an, you know, an, a cavity search like they do when you go to prison, not like I would know, but you do a full body cavity search, you're going to get you know most intrusive as far as liberty, but you'd be pretty darn secure. I mean, you'd be able to, unless somebody was, you know, containing it in some... Uh, you know, C four like in some really what weird place you couldn't find. But I, but so I think the question: What price freedom? No, I, well, no, no. Well, I think my, no. But the point that I'm trying to drive at, though, is that you're not really getting the bang for your buck, which is what you were saying, Bryce. Is that there are other there are other airports, there are other security systems that are set up that are, that do not pay as the same price in terms of liberty, and yet have yeah. the, as just as much security as anything we've got in the United States. You don't need to go to the yeah, extent but- of fondling versus and and radiation and you know junk measure devices to get that so, amount of security. So what you're describing here, Bill, is you're you're on the slippery slope. Earlier on, when, when TSA started doing all their stuff, and there was a lot of outcry for people going, hey, come on, this is ridiculous. This isn't going to mm-hmm. stop. Cra-. And, and frankly, TSI, TSA taking my bottle of water and not letting yeah. me carry that on the flight, you know, whatever, if they really whatever. thought it was a threat, they wouldn't put it in a bin next to it. It's ridiculous. So it's on the slippery slope. So my, my uh, tolerance for the slippery slope is much lower than yours but now at this point now you're getting you're seeing that the ridiculousness of it and you're saying well we are hitting my tolerance point of the slippery slope that's right you, so, you know what you right. know what scares me though in the line that you're talking about right now is because like so i've watched this thing over the past two years i first heard about these scanners when they were testing them about two years ago mm-hmm. and i you know i was listening to a radio program and they had a guest on and the guest was like warning people he was saying mark my words they're going to put these things, whether they're safe or not, in the airports, and they're going to put them there first as a test, and people are going to be asked if they'd like to go through it. And then after a while, they're going to say, you're going to go through it, we've picked you randomly, and people can opt out. And then they don't have to go through it. Then they're going to say, go ahead and go through it, but if you opt out, you have to do a pat-down. And eventually, one day, they're going to say, you don't have a choice anymore, go through the machine or don't fly. And I have a feeling that's the direction they're going with yeah. this. Because if what, what that guy said in that quote is true... It's. I mean, it's ridiculous. None of this stuff is. It's not going to have any effect. No. I mean, if I, I want to, fa- I mean, I want to cause mass mayhem. Okay, fine. I'll ride Greyhound now. And no, no. What I'll you do is you walk into the airport. That'll, that'll, you get into the f-ing crowded security checkpoint. Blow yourself up there yeah, before you even go. But through. Yeah, but then that's a win for the TSA because they say, well, they didn't get well, on a plane. Get, yeah, so yeah. Killed, yeah but no, you're right, Mike. Buses, trains. Yeah. Come, that's not happening. <laughs> No, the, you know, it just it's made me angry because I try to think of, okay, so let's say I go there. I'm not going through the machine. But, you know, if you want to, like, fondle me, hey, I'll let you do it. But I'm going to make some kind of something to make you uncomfortable. I'm going to, like, go in there and stick some socks in there or something <laughs> and just be like, what up? 
I'm going to go like go walk, just look at, and just ignore that butt plug. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like if you're going to do that, you go ahead and do that. And you know, I mean, I'm with I'm within my rights to make fun of you while you do it, make you uncomfortable. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's one thing for me to say that. It's another thing to stand by and watch my wife have her breasts squeezed and hands down in her crotch, or worse yet, my child. I, I don't want to stand for it. So, so I'm surprised, actually, that all four of you... Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But it seems like all four of you guys are actually against this. I'm against you're, all you're the TSA <laughs> because I don't think it makes any goddamn difference in the world, and it's retarded. I think it's totally just PR. I think it's a combination of PR and somebody's getting their pockets lined, but selling this equipment. No, I, I am surprised because of the, the differing um, political backgrounds of everybody at the table. I, I mean, like, you know, some of us are more liberal, some of us are more conservative, and I kind of, I kind of... I, I was assuming that there would be different beliefs because of that. Like maybe the more conservative would be the more conservative. I would assume would be more "quote unquote" like pro security. Uh, no, that's difficult. No, it's it's don't take my I, I'm not for liberty. I'm not for safety over liberty, and I've always been on the record with that. I think it's it's. I don't think you can stop I, I if think someone wants to cause terrorism. You can't stop it. With the system. See, now TSA is saying that it's like a minor number of people are, are against this. And I think they're being proven wrong because people are coming out of the woodwork giving Well, I think problems. once it becomes more public, what's going on? If the news is if the news media is actually onto this, I doubt it's going to last. Really. Well, listen, there's all kinds of stories. I've heard, you know, there are horror stories. There's like, you know, there's a woman who had like, you know, nipple rings, right? And she had to like sit there in front of everybody yep. and like take out her nipple rings. And then there's the worst story, in my opinion, I saw in the newspaper and uh, some local newscast where there was some teenager there was like a teen a 16 year old girl and you know they were kind of showing like what the tsa agents did and they were like squeezing her breasts and like lifting up her breasts and they were like feeling her crotch and you know i mean like like and it i mean it's pretty dis they're gonna they're gonna do this to grandma they're gonna do this to the women who were around in the like i said like i said before i don't care like if they if they do it to me it's like you know like whatever i whatever it's not a big deal but they start to do it to my wife and it's like you know come on what the hell but if they do it to my kids somebody's going down i mean there's no there's no way somebody's doing that to my kids this won't continue this won't get that far it won't because everyone's going to have that and either everyone's going to not fly in which case all the airports fold because it's a money making no, enterprise that's not going to happen no i think it could airlines fold all the time for far less than you're going to lose your job over taking a stance on this because if you got to get somewhere for business you're not yeah gonna but fly. all the tourists are, i mean is bill going to take his kids through yeah. that every time the, every time you're you going to tell your kids no we can't go to disneyland because yeah, i don't want to get fouled it, de- it depends on how intrusive you think i mean okay really do you want let's let's say your daughter goes through that your daughter and your girlfriend both of them have to go through that procedure are you really okay with that you gonna stand by and just let it okay happen? So you go to Disney World? Am I okay with it? At some level, certainly not. At another level, it's like, look, we're just trying to get somewhere. Let's just get. Okay, wait a minute. Wait so, a minute. Let, let, but let me, at what point, though? At what point do you do you draw a line and say no more, federal government? No more. I don't know. I don't know what that point is because it's it's interesting. I think ninety nine percent of the people out there are in the same boat where they're like just trying to keep their own shit together. You know, it's like. Yeah, I, no, wait a minute. A fight I really, do I really want to pick a fight with the TSA? Yeah, or well, I just want to get the But at some world. point, somebody's got to draw a line. You are right? going, ah, who cares about somebody drawing a line? I'm care, I'm cared about my kids. Yeah. If you're going to, you're going to Orlando, you're going to go for a Disneyland trip or Disney World trip or whatever, and you got your wife and you have your kids with you, and you're, and if it's truly random, then really they're just, you know, every X number person gets yanked, and that X number person is your daughter, and they yank your daughter, and 
and they say, we're either going to put her through the scanner and irradiator or we're going to feel her up, grope her. Mike, what do, what do you do? Um, you know, if you're going to put me in that situation, I'd probably be like, I'd probably be like, doser. You know? <laughs> like, you know, she won't be afraid of the dark anymore, you know, because she'll glow. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't think... They're, they're, if they're really studying this, if they're going to come out and do some studies and stuff, then that, if they have hard numbers saying, hey, this will give you, you know, this is more than likely going to give people cancer, or this has a high likelihood, or this has a medium likelihood even of giving people cancer, then I think um, they're not going to last long. I think the scanners are going to get adjusted and, you know, all that. And, and so that's probably more likely to me to be the outcome as opposed to actually getting systemic changed in a in a in a TSA and homeland security which is just a culture of safety and we are responsible and and this it's, is what we well, have to it's do it's a culture of fear it's like, I yeah. mean, why, why are we so for afraid for god's sakes now. Because we don't want to get you know? blown up on an airplane. Because fl- airplanes are frightening, and they're frightening enough, yeah. and we don't want somebody blowing it up, well, making it even worse. Very illogical about it, and because it, it, you know, people make first of all, people are scared of flying to begin with, even outside of the whole terrorism thing. And then it's very, you know, you're always constantly being told about it, seeing movies about it, etc. And in reality, it just doesn't happen very often. Yeah, but it's a, when it does happen, that's a bad way to go. Yeah, well, yeah but, but what are you going to do? You're going to give away all your freedoms just so you can have a better to, chance of being safe from the airplane you're more blowing up? to die driving to work, you know? I mean, it's like, right. you got to worry about things that are more real. As they as they increase the number of people that they pick at random, quote-unquote, it's just going to make more and more people angry and make it less and less effective. You know, I like think it's a they... self-defeating defeating tool. I don't. I really don't understand what they think they're gaining from any of this, really. Because any realistic terrorist, I think, could get through it easily. It's laziness. Make the public feel like they're That's safe on the plane. Yeah, it's to make it you feel safe. It's yeah. it's laziness. Keep, keep going. Keep spending money at the airport. Everybody's fed up. The people are fed up. The pilots are fed up. I'm fed up. What we're doing and what we're accepting and putting up with at this airport is so symbolic of us just not standing up and saying enough is enough. The real problem is that the American people have been too submissive. We have been too submissive. It's been going on for a long time. Private property should be protected by private individuals, not bureaucrats. We would go to jail if an individual, he'd be immediately arrested if an individual citizen went up and did these things. And yet we just sit there and calmly say, oh, they're making us safe. And besides, the argument from the executive branch is that when you buy a ticket, you have sacrificed your rights. And it's the duty of the government to make us safe. That isn't the case. You never have to sacrifice your rights. The duty of the government is to protect our rights. See what has happened to the American people is we have accepted the notion that we should be treated like cattle. Make us safe, make us secure, put us in the barbed wire, feed us, fatten us up, and then they'll eat us. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the Guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. 
the other night, I'm laying down to bed, and I go to bed a little bit early because I get up super early, you know, to work out and get this fat ass off. And um, <laughs> the the I lay my head down, and my wife is sitting up next to me, and she's sitting there reading. And the phone rings, and it's dark. You know, the kids are asleep, and the phone rings, and it's immediately like, oh my god, who died, right? And Nicole picks up the phone, hello, and and uh, and this voice on the phone of like a high pitched voice. It's like a it's a little kid. The kid must be like ten years old, and he goes, the kid goes, is your skin silky smooth? <laughs> and again, my wife goes, my wife goes, what? And he goes. Is your skin silky smooth? <laughs> she's like, she goes, um, thank you. I think you got the wrong number. And so she hangs, she hangs up. So we're laughing about it. We're thinking, my son is almost 10 now. So we're figuring out oh, it's probably one of his friends saw my wife somewhere or something like that and decided to give us a call. So as we're joking about it, the, the phone rings again, and I look at caller ID, and uh, the kid did not block his caller ID, so I can see exactly. Someone sells phone. It's his phone. I can number. see exactly what number it is. So this poor kid, I mean, unfortunately for him, he dials Infernal Bill's house with the prank call, so which is never. You never know what you're bargaining for. You don't know if you get to grab the bull by the horn. So, so this kid, I go, like, oh, I go, give me the, let me, let me give it to me. So she, so she gives me the phone. And now the kids are asleep in the other room, so I sort of have to be quiet. And and uh, and and so I try to put on my biggest, most intimidating voice. And then I pick up the phone. I'm like, "Hello, hello." And the kid, the kid goes, "Gets off." Ah, ah. I'm like, "Who be this?" And the kid, and he goes, "It's like Jake." I'm like, I'm like "Listen here, honky. We ain't up for this job stuff." I'm going to be calling the police if you ever call here again. I never want to hear you calling here again. Now hang up and go to bed. He's like, oh, okay. I'm like, all right, good night. And then he hangs up. My wife looks at me and she goes, do you think you even know what honky or jive meant? I mean, you know, where, where are you getting this voice from, this honky jive boy? So I wish it would have been earlier in the day, you know? And then we could have, like, we, we could have just, I could have just, like, riffed on him so much more. I mean, with the guy, we could have, like, sent him around the world. I got to Hold on there. Oh, just, just a minute. I got, I got, let me transfer this call up to Sacramento. You know? <laughs> Hello? Who is this? You better not be making crank calls. Get off the phone now. And the kid's all like, ah. I mean, don't hang up. Don't hang up because I'm going to tax the hell out of you and your family. If you hang up, I've got your number. It's right here. 70533. You know, don't, don't hang up. Hold on. I'm going to transfer you now to uh, England. Hello, this is the International Bureau of Federal Investigations. We are tracking down all kinds of predators on the phone lines. There's no brain calls allowed. Is this uh, Jake? Yes. No, Jake. Be prepared. We've got members of A6 on their way over there now. As your mother is... Let me speak to your mother. Oh, oh my... Mommy! No, no, just a minute. Don't get hurt. Let me transfer you over to some other... Ugh! What are you doing over there, laddie? There'll be no crank calls. You hear me? Just a minute. Hey, like a pirate. What are you? Hello, thank you for calling ITT Technology. I'm here to answer all of your goddamn. Hold, wait a minute. You are the guy who has been making all these calls. I have no time for this. We are breaking all kinds of new rules for you on the ATT telephone line. Do you understand? I'm calling from Chicago. That's right, Chicago. That you got it right, pal. What is your name? Jake. Okay, Jake. Just a minute. Hang on. Boop, boop, boop. 
So, <laughs> did you guys ever do prank phone calls when you were a kid? Because I know oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Lots. Of course. Lots. Lots. What was the did, best prank phone call that you ever did? What kind of prank phone calls did you use? I actually, I actually did not do prank phone calls. I did Never? counter pranks when I got older, but when I was younger, I, I don't remember doing any. What's a counter prank? Well, counter prank is when either someone who's pranking you, it's what Bill just did, right? It's someone's pranking you and you prank them back. Or my favorite is when a sales call comes in and you screw with the salespeople. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, I, mean, I, I was doing just, something similar to that. You just got that or, you, or you just pick up the phone and you're just like, you know, you know it's a call coming. You're like, I got my B-side. What did you <laughs> say? Like, I got my B-side. What the heck is that? Bring, bring. I got my B-side. <laughs> I got my gummies, I. Buffum's calling. Uh, hello? I got my gummies, I. Uh, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got my gummies, I. I got my gummies, I. Medical phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Robot calls. I got, 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 I got stuck. stuck. He's stuck. He's stuck on a man track. No, Nicole and I were having a conversation. Shut up. We're having a conversation. I got. I got. I got. I got. Oh, really? I got. God damn it! I never did it. That sounds like Vietnamese. I got. Oh! You guys have created your own show. Hijack my topic. I'm not taking it anymore. Do you understand? <laughs> well, I, I have similar, like similar things to like what Bryce was saying. Like people would call, and I, I just treat them badly on the phone. Right? Yeah. Like. That, like, been an asshole before. Like, Eric, 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 do it. Just, like, call, ask for Mr. Um, oh, may I speak with Mr. Monan, please? It never, they never pronounce right. It's always, Mr. It's always Monan, the first please. Key. Oh, uh, yeah, let me let me see if I can get him. Hey, Mike! Mike, <laughs> hold up! Can I please speak to Mr. That'd be Michael? great, because I'd be sitting here, I'd be working at the keyboard, so I'd just be working. I'd wait <laughs> oh, for, like, 30, me. 45 seconds a minute, pick it up, say... Did he pick up yet? <laughs> Did, has, has he gotten on the phone yet? No. Oh, all right. Hey, Mike! Again, please? Mike, you gotta call here! <laughs> all right, look. I work a little hard. I pick up and I listen, and, and if he's still there, I just hang up. <laughs> hey, you know what else is good, though, is you pick up the phone when you know it's a sales call, and you're like, um, Department of Homeland Security, Death Sergeant Robert speaking, can I help you? <laughs> and then they're like, uh... No, I, I'm... I'm and no, half the time, though, <laughs> they'll ask, is one. Lucinda phone Baker phone at home? <laughs> Uh, no, ma'am. This is the Department of Homeland Security, uh, Section Seven. Can I please call, please? What's your clearance? How'd you get this number? How'd <laughs> <laughs> you get this number? <laughs> One moment, ma'am. Your call is being triangulated. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to do that next time. <laughs> These are good. Mark, These are all good, but they're all and mine are kind of similar. Like when I was a kid, I used to. I never did. Is your skin silky smooth? But I did do like you know. Is your refrigerator running? Well, you better oh, catch yeah. it. You know. Or, do you have Prince like, Albert in a can? Or, or I'd be like, I'd be like, your dog is chasing my cat, and birds would be like, I don't have a dog, and I'd be like, I don't have a cat. Ah! You know, <laughs> so, so that would be. 
So that would be the extent of it. My, I think the people, the guy who gets my hat right now for, for best pranker is the guy who in the office place jizzed in his co-worker's water, oh okay? Did, I don't know if you guys heard this I thought story he peed in the coffee. Didn't no, he no, pee he in the coffee? No, no. This guy ejaculated. Man spooed. Not once. Came. He took his mano shake, mano shake, and put it right <laughs> in her water, right? And she drinks this thing, and she and at, allegedly, she gets sick, all right? She's like, oh, uh, uh, oh she didn't right? get sick. Months later... He does it again. (laughs) She feels ill, and she gets the water DNA tested and find this dude's jizz in her water. Wait, 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 wait. Months later? How did she... I don't understand. Did they test the vessel it was in? No, they tested the water that she had. um, Because she she kept feeling sick. She did did it twice. Oh, he kept doing it. He did it twice. And she felt at sick least from the twice. water. And she's like, so how did how did they match up his DNA? Like, how did they know it was him? That's a that's um, a good well, question. Well, they they I don't they know. The he must have been out. like uh, he must have so? had his DNA, you know, in the database okay. somewhere. He must have. <laughs> done All right, not wrong. not not to be indelicate here, but. How do you not see sperm floating in your water? Well, maybe he it, shook it. It doesn't exactly mix. <laughs> maybe he shook it. Can you do that again? <laughs> it's like, it's like, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was like the shake weight. You ever seen the shake weight? <laughs> yeah. Introducing the shake weight. You mean, did he shake oh, the drink or did he <laughs> shake it? <laughs> so terrible. The first time I, I saw the shake. The shake weight. <laughs> I mean, and I don't try to think dirty, but when I saw that shake weight commercial, I was like, my gosh. Everybody <laughs> did. It's as bad as the Suzanne Summers. What was it that? What was that one? The thigh oh, the leg spread. The legs, the thigh master. Yeah. <laughs> and now, that, I mean, somewhere, it's got to be from the same people who made that thing. Because they're going, what is the most, you know what? We made one for a woman opening and closing her legs, but we don't have one for somebody jerking off somebody else. Let's do that jerking off motion. Yeah, and it's like this like total like beefcake dude. And he's like sitting there like this. Yeah, you know, they're showing like close up of his muscles but, like and it's like in slow motion. It's like Steve Austin, a man barely alive. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Kung Fu Grip. Kung Fu Grip. That's the best prank. That is the best prank on the world. And they're making people pay for the jack off machine. I love it when they show the guy like double fisting it. He's like, (laughs) it's like, all right, yeah, hold it. And you can see, you can see, yeah, you can see the dude in the gym. He's like, hold it, dude, faster. Hold on, that shit, dude. Come on, pump it. Come on, get it up. Get it up! Come on! Yeah! 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 Oh right, yeah! Shake it! Yeah! Oh, I love it! How can you ask another guy at the gym in a hetero way to spot you on that machine? You know? oh, yeah, it's not possible. Can you, spot you just say spot? Yeah. Can you can you spot me on the shake weight? <laughs> I need you to spot me on this one, please. Hey, dude! Hey, dude! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do the shake weight. Spot me, all right? All right. <laughs> I still think that's a giant. That's that's the giant prank. That's like a Sasha Baron Cohen prank. It's still going on. It's still like that would be it's a every, good. One. 
<laughs> like it's it's like it's the, it's a money. totally fake thing. And it's making money and it's people hilarious. Buying only as pranks for other right. people. Right. But I mean, these pranks, like at the, these gross, <laughs> disgusting sexual pranks, are going on in the office place for, forever. I mean, do you guys remember like the Clarence Thomas, Anita Baker, when Clarence Thomas is going to be up for the Supreme Court? Anita yeah. Baker was his assistant or something, and she came in and his his line allegedly was like, "Is that a pubic hair on your coke?" <laughs> You know, and like, no, and she she testified. She testified to Congress that that Clarence Thomas said, "Is that a pubic hair on your coke?" Daddy, we were just to listen to this tavern cast when it was about Warcraft. Why can't we listen to it anymore? No, what's really going to happen is when Michael's like twenty one, and he's gonna be like, um, <clears throat> Dad, Dad, I am. I recently went through and like listened to all your old tavern cast shows, and I'm just. Curious about a few things. <laughs> you remember that time you told the story when you and mommy were living next to that guy that made that horrendous sound when him and another man were. <laughs> I mean, did that really happen, Dad? Because you, sir, have dumped your life on this show. That's and true. Just wait till you don't, never run for president. Never. Well, president. I find that this is an opportune moment to talk about the time that Michael was conceived. It was a funny time when we, I got his wife super drunk. I'm feeling uncomfortable we were, with all this talk. We had just bought two shake weights, and... <laughs> That's the end of it. So those are the... If you are listening within the sound of my voice, and you have an awesome prank, and I'm talking about awesome. I'm not talking about the time when I was in college, and I did a gallon of milk in an hour. I'm not talking about pubic hair in your coke or ejaculating in somebody's water. Or the no, please, or, please, or, please do not do that. Or we the wall-to-wall carpet that. guy that you just jerked around for half an hour. You've got an awesome prank phone call. Be sure to come on our boards, but be sure to take a number, because our boards are hopping right now. There are so many people, we are going to close them. So get in quick, because there is a ton of activity on our boards. Go to www.taverncast.com. <laughs> For coming out to our show tonight. Visit our show at www.taverncast.com on the interwebs. Uh, head up to iTunes actually and drop us a couple of quick reviews up there that we most appreciate. The more reviews we get on iTunes, the more listeners we get, the more donations we get, and the longer this show continues. So get up to iTunes and give us a quick review. Alright everybody, that's been Taverncast. We'll see you next time. Thanks everybody. Bye. Thanks everyone. Taverncast is performed in a closed recording studio by trained professionals. Do not attempt this show at home. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have fun and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com.
Because I'm Mike Monin, and I'm awesome, and I'm six foot four. <laughs> All right. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, welcome to Taverncast, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead, Mike. I still have to, can you send me that script again when you get it? I, I have sent it. it to you three times already, and if you can't get it by now, write your own <laughs> damn outline. I don't, you, I, what? 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 We're all gonna die! <laughs> this guy, Aquindinijan, is growing on me as my new favorite world <laughs> villain. Or maybe <laughs> even over Putin. This guy is such an idiot. So over in, Putin? In, no, in the Putin's dude's, not a villain. He's not a villain? He's a oh, I'm sorry, he's a superhero. I hate to say it. So anyway, so Ahmed Dinejad's sitting there and he's saying, We have named our super bomber drone the Ambassador of Death. <laughs> but we will use it to be an Ambassador of Peace. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've, that's, almost, that's almost a quote of what the dude yeah. said. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, that's like a double negative, dude. That doesn't work. It's one or the other. Make up your mind. We're the stupid ones. We call ourselves like, you know, the B-15. We've got these stupid names. You know, we don't, we don't, we should call it like the kick-ass bomb, you know, <laughs> or, or, right? I mean, that would be an awesome name for a bomb or a missile. Here's the kiss your ass goodbye jet, right. you know? <laughs> Didn't hear it coming, did you, Jet? Democracy's better than whatever the f*** you got, missile. <laughs> Dude, like, what happened to you guys? You guys are there? like worse than Rachel Ray. Get a hold of it. It's like, come on. Come on. It's raw, people. <laughs> what the hell is that? Piss off. Where are you going? Kroger's? Come on. Uh, is the blender taken care of? Roger. Over. 10 4. <laughs> we need a blender check. Uh, blender on five. Blender check. TC Studio. Stat. All right, Nicole, wrap up your topic. Well, one, I, one unlikely animal could attack. When I. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's mad exception. It's not as easy as it looks, is it, dear? That's <laughs> all you do is go in there and just scream at the top of your lungs. I can totally do that. You said, go away. Hi, this is Nicole. And I'm awesome! Look, I'm the. La, 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 Jaws. Uh, how animals. Which is a bad. I'm totally sleeping in the couch tonight, aren't I? <laughs> That's not the right URL. Oh. Go to www.taverncast.com backslash I don't give a and that's been Taverncast. Well, no, I've been Bryce. And, and I've been I've been Bryce. And I'm Bryce. I'm Bryce. And you're I'm Bryce. I've been Eric. I, I've been Mike. I'm Bill. Why are you guys so fascinated with boobies? They're just big balls of blubber. This concludes our program schedule for today. Portions of today's programs were recorded and on film.